1: And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Friday, July 31st edition, final day of the month of July. We're flying by here. And more importantly, 12-game slate on tap, biggest slate we've had all season for a main slate of MLB DFS action. We have Coors on tap. We have all kinds of cool stuff. But uh, thanks for listening to the show. Again, if you want to listen to it on any podcast platforms, you can do so iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, um, Spotify the work, give a rating review on iTunes. We'd much appreciate it. I'm on Twitter at BD Intric, and uh, you can find the pod th- this episode also on the, the RotoBaller YouTube page. So go check that out and go check out rotoballer.com premium package. Use promo code Bubba for 10% off. But you are here for the 12-game MLB DFS breakdown. Nice, quick, simple stuff for you. So let's talk totals on this 12-game slate. Red Sox Yankees, 10 and a half. Reds Tigers nine Mets Braves ten waiting on Rays Orioles because they're moving some pitching around in that one but looks like it's gonna be Snell versus Cobb White Sox Royals ten the Indians Twins they're looking like they're gonna start Dobnak so they're waiting for a total there Padres great uh, Rockies we have Coors again eleven and a half so it's the highest total but we have three other games at ten or higher so we might have some pivots in this one Pirates Cubs waiting on a total there Rangers Giants eight Astros. Angels waiting on a total there, A's, Mariners, nine, Dodgers, Diamondbacks, nine and a half. So in the gist of it, we have four games we're waiting on totals, and then one game at eight, everything is nine or higher. So do the math on that one. More fireworks tonight sound uh, just about right in this scenario. If you're looking at weather, Mets Atlanta in Atlanta, roughly 15 to 20% chance to rain and be really warm, so the ball should be fine in that one. Tampa Bay, Baltimore, uh, probably a late start, raining throughout the day, but dies off in the evening, so will be ready for that. San Diego, Colorado, wind blowing in from center at about 11 miles an hour, but that don't matter because, of course, field. Pittsburgh and the Cubs blowing in from, in uh, Wrigley blowing in from left field at 11 miles an hour. That could come into play with Darvish and Williams on the bump tonight, so keep that in mind. And then Texas and the Giants wind blowing out the center, which it usually always does, but that ballpark is playing a little livelier, so I figured I'd give it a mention. 12-game slate, 24 pitchers on tap, and there's only a few that look real tasty tonight. We'll start at the top, Blake Snell, at Baltimore, 10800 bucks. It all depends on what or how many innings Snell goes. He threw 46 pitches in his first start, two innings, three hits, no earned 5Ks. He got 11.5 points, but my guess is he goes about 65 pitches, 60-65 pitches, so 10-8 might be pretty steep. So keep an eye out on reports there. If we get reports, 75 or more pitches, it's kind of a Tyler Glass now feel from a couple weeks ago against a bad Baltimore team, maybe something there. I got you, Darvish, at ten five at home against Pittsburgh. I don't mind going back to Darvish here. Rocky first starts. Uh, still no walks, which is always nice, but six hits, three earned over four innings. Threw 73 pitches. You'd imagine he'd be up to 90, 95 pitches tonight at ten five with that wind blowing in against the Pittsburgh Pirates. Really good spot here for Darvish, um, who is facing this um, Pirates team. It doesn't strike out a ton, as we know. At the same time, there's a lot of swing and miss in this scenario, a team that strikes out Almost 21% of the time versus right handed pitching. So Darvish at 10 5, I think, can be a nice low owned bounce back play in this scenario. You got Clev Dog at 10,000. Uh, Bieber absolutely dealt last night. Bieber's better than Clev a bit, but I still think Clevenger, in the grand scheme of things, is the better pitcher. So in GPPs, if you want to go $10,000 at Minnesota, knock yourself out. Just remember, it's Minnesota. They they, they are the Bomba squad for a reason, but Clev Dog could make a nice GPP play at $10,000. But if you're going 10K and above, Darvish is my guy, but uh, I think most of these guys will be low-owned because people want to pay for bats, and that's something to keep in mind. If you want to save a little bit of cash, Mike Miner is 9200 bucks at the San Francisco Giants. Definite upside in this matchup, but five strong, one earned six Ks against the Rockies his first time out. Gets a Giants team that is hitting the ball better. There's no sugarcoating that one. At the same time, it's the Giants, and you know Donovan Solano can only hit so many times in a game against left-handed pitching. Uh, the Giants strike out over twenty three percent of the time versus uh, right a uh, left handed pitching. It's a really really good spot for um for minor who has uh massive strikeout upside. Um ground ball rate over forty percent. Lots to like in that scenario. And the Giants have a team total of about three point six five. Uh, lefties two eighty eight, righties three hundred versus minor last season. So uh, minor at ninety two, very very much in play tonight. I think Lance McCullers at nine thousand. At the Los Angeles Angels at Anaheim is great. McCullers went out and threw 92 pitches in his debut. So he should be ready to rock and roll. Six innings, five hits, two earned, six Ks or 20.7 DK points his first time out. Now he gets an Angels team that's uh, been very, very hot and cold um, for, for the most start, start of the season. And more importantly, before last night's game, Mike Trout went on paternity leave. Marco Gonzalez dealt last night. Not saying that correlates, but, you know, missing Mike Trout in your offense – might have a little impact on how well your team is going to play. You can't quite replace a Mike Trout. So I think the, the likes of a Lance McCullers going in there tonight in Anaheim in a great spot in this scenario. Um, Anaheim striking out over 20% of the time versus righties last season. We know McCullers, massive ground ball guy, massive strikeout upside. It's all about location and not walking guys. If he's not walking guys, lots to like with McCullers at 9,000. He's a very, very strong play at the Angels. The chalk of the night. And it's chalk that's extremely difficult to pass up. And it really doesn't take much explanation for anybody that knows baseball. But Luis Castillo, yes, the Reds' Luis Castillo. Yes, the guy with the filthy changeup. Yes, the ace of the Cincinnati Reds. Going into Detroit, who leads – I think they lead baseball. Last time I, I checked the Live Settlers timeline, it's been very popular. Leads baseball in home runs thanks to Jacoby uh, Jones and company. Heck, made Cabrera double-dong yesterday. Let's get it. Let's get it. Let's go. But Luis Castillo, eight thousand dollars at the Tigers. It's one of those that like, it's too. It, it seems too good to be true. Like you're waiting for Castillo to make it maybe two innings and get up seven runs and three homers and strike out nobody. But it's 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 good. He faced the Tigers last week. Six innings, six hits, one earned, eleven strikeouts for almost thirty points through ninety one pitches. The lease should be off. He should be well over hundred pitches. Eight thousand dollars. There's chalk and then there's good chalk. This is good chalk. I honestly, regardless of the outcome, this is strong, strong chalk. So I'm um I'm gonna be back on Luis Castillo. I think most people will. He's gonna be extremely popular, especially if you want to get Coors in your lineup. Castillo is gonna be a very, very strong play tonight. Now after Castillo, it gets really, really murky. Like you could look at a Jordan Montgomery against Boston. Boston struggled quite a bit. Uh, that that could come into play for you. Dallas Keuchel at Kansas City was intriguing. Just Keiko's not a huge strikeout guy. He's 7300 bucks, with a lot of ground balls, lots of balls in play. Not getting the strikeouts. We need those strikeouts, and that's something that uh, stands out. So Keiko could be a cheap option if you need him, but I prefer my strikeouts. It's just one of those deals. Uh, if you want to go cheaper, Trevor Williams, I'm looking at the Cubs' bats, with that wind blowing in in Wrigley, it's a legit deal. Like if, if, We know heavy wind blowing in in Wrigley does affect that game a ton. That can make Trevor Williams a little more approachable at 6,300 against the Cubs. Logan Webb threw very well in his first appearance through four innings, uh, 70 pitches against the Dodgers. Didn't strike young he had like two K's in those four innings, but should be getting a start tonight against Texas. Still, I don't see him going too deep into the game. Maybe four or five innings. Sixty one hundred could be interesting in that one. Then the punt of the night, if you just want to say screw it, he's four thousand bucks. You could put him in any pitcher. You could go with Darvish, Miner, McCullers, Castillo, whoever you want. Alex Cobb, he's coming off a of butte. An absolute butte against the Boston Red Sox. Five and a thirds, four hits, one was a solo shot, 6Ks for 23 points. Do I expect him to be that good again? No. I'm a realist. I'm a very, very realist in this one. At the same time, $4,000. If you go to the outfield page on DraftKings, there's probably 25 guys. No, probably more. 35 that are higher priced than Alex Cobb. Alex Cobb is a mid-price second baseman. Like Whit Merrifield was $4,200 yesterday. Alex Cobb at $4,000. If he gets you anywhere from like eight plus points, you're not feeling too bad about life. And he's going to open up the floodgates for you. Is it a great play? I don't know. But at that price point, really, really hard to ignore. So Cobb at 4000 is my punt tonight. And it's not pretty. Not pretty by any means. But uh, he's, he's the guy for us. So recapping your pitching. Up top 10K and above. Probably not going to be too popular unless you pair him with Alex Cobb tonight. But people want coolers, people want bats. Uh, Snell's interesting, but again, only two innings last week. I don't, I see him getting ramped up. Maybe twenty-five more pitches, so maybe full three, four innings. Got to keep an eye on reports throughout the day on that one. Yu uh, Darvish, 10-5. very much wor- uh, worthy of a bounce back. I don't, I don't mind that at all against Pittsburgh. I uh, got yeah, Mike Miner at the Giants, Lance McCullers at the Angels, both very strong. Louis Castillo, too damn cheap at eight thousand. Got to get it on that. And then Alex Cobb. At four thousand. All right, let's get to the bats on this twelve-game monster slate. Uh, Christian Vasquez doubled dong last night. He has three homers in the last two games for the Bo Sox. Goes and gets Montgomery tonight at forty-eight hundred. Little steep, but uh, he's crushing it. So if you want to run that route, go for it. I just don't think it's very necessary. Uh, the White Sox are going to be a big play tonight uh, facing Chris bubix making his MLB debut for the Royals. Big-time lefty arm. Uh, didn't pitch much past high A last year. Might have had a little cup of coffee in Double A last year, but he let all the minor leagues strike out. So he's got really good stuff there. But obviously, high A and the major leagues, two different two different cups of coffee. So um Money Ground also hitting at forty five could be a play. There's some other guys that I wrote up for ball or Value plays today that I'm a much much bigger fan of. The White Sox are a team that I think we can target and have a field day with. Um, their team total is five point seven. That is fourth highest currently on the say Yankees, Padres, Rocky. So, Yankees, Coorsfield, White Sox uh, lead the way in this one. Uh, they have a 354 Woban, a 200 ISO versus left handed pitching. White Sox very much in play in this one. So, Grandall could be a play if you're stacking them up. Not so much a one off. There's some nice values actually at the catcher's position tonight. Uh, they finally got Kansas City right. Salvi Perez up to 4,100. Still not a bad play against Keiko, but not running to play him at 4,100. That's for darn sure. Uh, If you're looking for savings, like James McCann for the White Sox at 37, I love that price point. If you're stacking the White Sox, James McCann, very strong play. We know he hits lefties very, very well. Uh, He went deep uh, his last game. out. Basically, he's gone deep both games he's played. He's played two games this year. He's got 14 and 24 DK points, home runs in both games, and he matches lefties. So if he's in the lineup at 37, definite upside there with James McCann. Good look for you. Um, other than that, there's a few other real major kind of like screw it, we're saving cash ones uh, when you go below 3K here. And let's see, this is how you have to like really scroll. Keep an eye on Dalton Varsho if he cracks the Arizona lineup. He's 2,800 for, for uh, the D backs facing Tony Gonsolin. Varshow, good power speed combo pinch hit last night. Not always going to catch, could play the outfield or parts of the infield, but he's a catcher on draft at 2,800. Someone to keep an eye on if he cracks that D backs lineup. As a nice upside value play, and then the other guy I saw and I'm really confused on why he's so cheap is Martin Maldonado at 2300 versus Matt Andriese. Maldonado hitting it pretty well to start of the season, but regardless, 2300 bucks in a in a game where the Astros should put up some runs against Andriese. Uh, definitely something to to keep in mind. Uh, lefties 303, righties 313 off of Matt Andrees. but Andres has been up and down, rocky to say the least. First base position. Um, you got guys like Freddie Freeman versus Rick Porcello. Porcello got absolutely trunk-slammed his first time out, so Freeman could be a nice play at 56 if you want to go that route. Muncy went deep last night. He's 4,900 and his nice matchup there. You got Ryan McMahon and Coors versus Trevor Richards at 46. That seemed a little cheap to me, actually, first base, second base eligible. McMahon at only 46 in a premium matchup. Um, I'm a big fan of that one. Wind blowing in from left, not in from right. So Anthony Rizzo at 46 for Trevor Williams. In play, Trevor Williams uh, does have some reverse splits, at least righties. I shouldn't say complete reverse splits. Righties can hit him very well, but lefties can as well. Lefties at 385, righties 327. So uh, you can definitely give a look at Rizzo at 46, uh, who will be low on because McMahon at the same price. People will gravitate to Coors Field. Uh, E5 Edwin against Bubik at 45 is very much in play. As I mentioned, we want to target Bubik. At the same time, keep in mind the young kid, Might not go super deep. You can get a lot of Royals bullpen. So if you're just planning on a lefty-only situation, that could change quickly. So keep that uh, in mind when you're building your lineups. Uh, Scrolling on down farther, uh, Christian Walker's okay. But the guy I was looking at, uh, I mentioned with the White Sox, $4,200, Jose Abreu. Abreu is uh, feeling it right now. He's safely in four or six games this year, hitting 280 on the year. But uh, more importantly, He is tied for fourth in all baseball in batted ball events over 95 miles per hour exit velocity with 10 of them. That's pretty darn good. He matches left handed pitching, had a huge year last year versus left handed pitching. He had a nice over 200 versus lefties last year. So, Abreu at 42 is a nice value for the upside he brings to the table in his matchup. A few others at the first base position. Luke Voigt went deep yesterday. He could be a $3,900 value versus Weber if he cracks that lineup. Carlos Santana, at only thirty nine hundred versus Randy Dobnak, is a nice piece of value. Um, if Ty France cracks the the Padres lineup, I'm all about that at thirty six hundred. First base, second base, eligible, lots of pop in that bat. In Coors at thirty six, that's a nice value with Ty France. The Padres do have some nice values in the Coors situation, so keep an eye on that. And then otherwise, it's kind of a case by case deal. Like Edwin Rios had a pinch hit at homer the other night. It'd be nice if he played every day. He's not. Uh, Todd Frazier, the Todd father, is swinging it pretty well. He's 3,200 versus Webb, first base, third base, if you want to get really weird. Uh, Vic Caratini, I'm, I meant to mention him at catcher. He's first base catcher eligible. He's 3,100 versus Trevor Williams. So Vic Caratini, nice value at catcher and, and or first base. I prefer catcher for Mr. Caratini. And then if you're stacking the Mariners, which I do like to do tonight because Benaya seems broken. The velocity's down. He's getting hit hard. Mariners getting no respect. They only have a team total just with the Giants and um, they've been swinging one of the hotter bats in all baseball to start the season. They did this last year, but and it faded away, but maybe they won't have enough time to fade this year. But Evan White at 29 could come into play. There's some other Mariners I like a little better than Evan White, but uh, White at that price point, very, very much in play tonight. Second base position, it gets a little more fun. you got Ozzy Albies at 53, of course, uh, against Parcella, the, the Braves are in a, a premium spot, and they, they'll probably get overlooked on this slate just cause all things considered. Um, with the other teams that are in play, but uh, the Braves team total of 5.4 just below the White Sox. Lefties 353, righties 334 versus Porcello last season. So Albies is worth the look at 53 for sure. You got Altuve, you got Cattell Marte who went deep last night. They're always good shots. But if you're paying up, I'm paying for Albies tonight. That'd be my play up, up top. Whit Merrifield's up to 48. He got his respect. Profar in Coors at 47. You got to pay for that Coors there. when McMahon's at 46, I'd rather have that piece of Coors than Profar. Going down even cheaper. Garrett Hampson's only 43 second base outfit eligible, not too shabby in that piece of Coors action. DJ LeMahieu at only 41 versus uh, Ryan Weber. I can get behind that. LeMahieu's hitting it like LeMahieu does, getting on base, leading off. Yankees have a 6.25 team total. Lefties 423, righties 278 versus Ryan Weber. They're mashing baseballs right now, and DJ's leading the way, setting the table, averaging over 10 DK points per game. At 4,100, that's a very good value at second base tonight. Another value I really like is Shedlong Jr., second base outfit eligible at 41 for the Seattle Mariners. He put up 19 DraftKings points last night, 19-9, 2-11, 9 19 over his last five games, so nine or more in four of five, 11 or more in three of five, 4,100 for Sean Mania, Very much a piece of a Mariners stack if you're getting up and getting into that action. If you um, are fading Mike Minor, Donovan Solano, second base, third base eligible, he's 3,900. Destroys left handed pitching. He's like the uh, West Coast version of Hanser Alberto. He can't. It was funny watching the game last night. It made me think of major league with Pedro Serrano. Yeah, he can hit a fastball. Can he hit an off speed pitch? And like Labette just went slider, 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 and slider so had no chance. But then they kept throwing him fastballs, and he put up 24 points last night, 23 the night before, 10, two games before that. He had four hits last night. Uh, he's had two or more hits in um, three of the last four games. He's hit safely in five straight games. Thirty nine hundred bucks for minor, not the worst play, not running to play Donovan Solano, but uh, someone worth mentioning if you need some savings. Ty France at thirty six again, but um, I think I just was wasted a lot of words for you at second base. Second base, third base eligible in Detroit versus Spencer Turnbull. Let's just talk real quick about the uh, Cincinnati Redlegs. Tottenham total just about five lefties hit three forty five off Turnbull last year. He returned from the COVID IL and went deep the other night. Mike Mustakis is thirty six hundred dollars. Mike. Mustakis is 3600 bucks against the bull so the reds it's either i wrote about this today for rotoballer either the reds um aren't getting respected for some reason or they or dk loves detroit i can't figure it out because the royals were disrespected the whole series now they're priced up appropriately and now the reds are priced down Mustakis at 36 is just asinine cancer alberto I mentioned the first ja happy went deep he loves facing lefties he's got blake snell tonight but then a lot of raised bullpen so Caution a little bit on that one compared to normal love for Alberto versus a Lefty. Uh, the wind blowing in from left isn't as ideal for uh, the Cubs, David Boat, but second base, third base eligible, 3300 bucks if you're looking for savings. Dude's raking 12 or more points in three straight games. He's gone deep in two straight, really swinging a hot stick if you want to ride the wave there at 3,300. Trevor Williams, not uh, too shabby, but I'm thinking it's Moose at 36. That's your dude. If you're playing cash games, just put Moose in at 36. That's where you want to be and then just uh, see what value pops up after that. Cody Peraza and other guys at second base. Third base, you got Arenado and Coors at 55. That's actually not a bad price in that matchup versus Richards. really not a bad price. you got Rafael Devers who's swinging it well at 53, but I'd rather just go to to Arenado or drop down to Machado at 5K. Machado's swinging a decent stick, too. The Padres are swinging good bats. Uh, Machado, nine points last night, 21 the night before. He's hit safely in three of his last four. 5K versus John Gray. Don't hate that at all. Uh, Jeff McNeil swinging it well, 4,900. Could be a nice very, very low on play, but I'd rather Machado at 5K or drop down to a guy like uh, Jose Ramirez, only 46 versus for Randy Dobnak. Uh, the Indians very, very much alive for me tonight. Uh, lefties only 210 off Dobnak, righties 312, but that's a weird relief pitching uh, sample size there. I wouldn't run too much to that one. So um, Jose Ramirez at 46, very, very much in play. Few others to take a peek at. Yuan Moncada switch hitting versus Bubeck at forty four. I like. I told you the White Sox. I think are just too cheap for this matchup between the rookie and that bullpen. So so Moncada swinging it really really hot to start the season at forty four. Worth a gander in that one. If you want to fade Alex Cobb, which is totally understandable. Yeah, guys like uh, Wendell and Diaz has cheaper targets for you. Uh, scrolling on down a little further though. I mentioned Donovan Solano at 39. He could be a play free. you. though 36, second base, third base eligible. He should be in your lineup at one position or the other. Kyle Seeger's 34. I've mentioned time and time again. He hits he hit lefties very well last season, so he's a value uh, low owned GBP type play if you want to. I mentioned David Boat, Mentioned Todd Frazier earlier. There are a couple other options here. And then David Fletcher's down to 28 versus McCullers. Not as in love with him versus McCuller. Sign am Totally honest there. And. It's not as uh, lovely when he's leading off and doesn't have Mike Trout sitting behind him. That changes things just a tad bit also. All right, shortstop position. Tatis Jr. at 6K. That makes more sense. That's why I thought Arenado at 55 wasn't um, quite accurate. And Trevor Story's 57. So Arenado's, he's discounted if if Tatis is 6 and Story's 57. Something to keep in mind there. But um, sliding on down. You could pay for the guys in Coors or you could just drop in and go for like uh, the Dansby Swanson experience who's on fire at 46. If you're stacking Atlanta, don't forget Swanson. But Lindor at 44 versus Dobnett. Cleveland's cheap again tonight. I liked them last night as a little stack. They, they were decent. Santana, Ramirez, and Lindor. Lindor went deep for 16 points. They weren't like popping off, popping off, but they they produced that part of the order. And you can go back to them tonight at probably low ownership again on a slate this big with Coors in play. That's the good thing. With Coors in play, What would normally be chalky stacks becomes definitely not the issue anymore. So things to to think about in those scenarios. Corey Seager continues to crush it. Forty three hundred bucks went deep last night. He's got ten or more points in three straight games. He's homered in two straight. He's hitting the ball just ridiculous. I think he's got fourteen or fifteen balls, hit over 95 miles an hour and a bunch like he's leading baseball in a hard hit. It's just it's ridiculous what Corey Seager's doing. Forty three hundred bucks for Zach Gallon. I love Zach Gallon. But Seager is locked in. So in a GPP, zero issue with that. I mentioned how um, Trevor Williams, you know, lefties hit better than righties. Righties still at 327 and a nice, an so close to 200 against Trevor Williams last year. So Javi Baez at 42, nice contrarian piece of Chicago. As people will go to the likes of Rizzo and Schwarber and Caratini, the lefties throwing a Baez there at 42, a low own. But just remember the wind blowing in from left does take a little bit of the value away from uh, Javi Baez uh and especially you know he buys at 42 or let's say hey, tim anderson at four thousand dollars again white Sox too cheap white Sox will be a fun fun play tonight 10 or more dk points in two of his last three uh he said safely in four of six games this season and we know he can run he can do it all set the table for the big boys so tim anderson at 4k nice piece of value there so it's one of those nights you can you can pay for a luis castillo and a more expensive guy if you want fade coors it still gets some nice looks between the mariners the white Sox, the um, the indians and a couple other teams in that kind of thirty five hundred to forty five hundred range, you can make some solid lineup still and not uh, blink too much. Like Carlos Correa at thirty nine versus andres don't hate that. The Astros are in a great spot versus Matt Andriese tonight, so that could be one worth exploiting as well uh, at a decent price point. Uh, slow going down farther, like uh, Jorge Polanco at thirty eight. If you want to fade clubs, sure. Not sure I'm running to do that tonight with all the other options on the table. Like there's getting cute, and there's getting really cute. On a shorter slate, you can get really cute. On a 12-game slate, you can just get a little cute. Because It's like, why go for Polanco at 38? I know he's got the upside versus Clev. When you can go on J.P. Crawford at 33 if you're looking for savings. I mentioned the cheap Mariners. Crawford just continues to get it done. Another big night last night. Two for five, two runs, two rubies, two stolen bases. The dude's hitting three seventy-five on the air. he had an OVP of like over six hundred. Just continues to get on base either via the walk or just getting hits time and time again. He's hit safely, and... Uh, five of six of the last six games. He has double-digit points in four of the last six games. He's crushing it in a great spot. He's leading off for the Mariners team. Again, very productive offense. $3,300 is way too cheap for what you're getting from him these days. So could he goose egg it? Sure. Could anybody goose egg it? Sure. But at that price point, something to keep in mind. And then uh, if you need another saving, second base shortstop, if Nico Horner cracks the lineup at 28, worth a look there versus Trevor Williams, but I'm not uh, running to play that as it looks like. Uh, you'll probably get a lefty out there instead. And then the other one, Freddie Galvis, is only $2,800 for uh, Turnbull if Galvis cracks the lineup. You could look that that way. Uh, seven or more DK points in four of the last five games. He's hit safely in five of six games this season, including two home runs. He's $2,800 if you need some savings with Freddie Galvis. All right, heading to the outfield. Trout will be out. Remember that. You got Blackman and Coors at 58. Giancarlo at 57 is very nice. Um, a couple others that I like up top here. Uh, JD Martinez against a lefty at 52. We always love JD versus lefties. He's he started out the year on fire, slowed down a little bit. So keep that in mind. But uh, not a bad spot tonight. I still don't know why DraftKings loves Hunter Pence so much. Uh, they have him priced over 5K yet again. That is just he's averaging point three points per game. Just put that put that in your back pocket, boys. could tell Marte at 5K. Trent Grisham, boys and girls. I hope you listened yesterday. Told you 38 was stupid, and he just went off again. He's 49 in Coors. It's tough to pay 49. I get it. Still, in Coors, not the worst for Grisham. Probably not running to go play that, but not the worst. I'll be honest there. Marcelo Zuna swinging a very hot stick to start the year. He's 49. Nice pivot off the Coors action if you're going that route. Like Tommy Pham is 48. He's 100 bucks less than Trent Grisham. I'll take Tommy Pham. I love Trent Grisham. Betting second, uh, right behind Tatis, in front of Machado and Pham and company. I love it. But you give me the cleanup hitter in Coors at 48, or you give me Trent Grisham. I know they're close. Give me 100 bucks savings. I'll take Tommy Fan. Just those, those little deals, both solid plays, but that's where the pricing kind of gets interesting. Um, sliding on down a little farther, starting Marte continues to hit well at 47. Not a must play, but interesting. Will Myers at 46, a little harder to stomach, but especially with my boy Aaron Judge at 4,600 bucks, I will, that's a great price. As a Giancarlo's 57, and Giancarlo's playing great. Don't get me wrong, but Aaron Judge is 46. He's $1,100 cheaper than his, his compadre. Give me uh, give me Judge at 46. Aaron Hicks is 44. He's not bad either. Give me Judge at 46. You got Schwarber at 44. That's a strong play, first Williams. Very, very strong play in that matchup. A few others, Sam Hilliard at 43 in Coors. I can get behind that. Nice little savings in that matchup. Um, Hunter Renfro versus Cobb at 43 in a GPP. I could see the appeal if you need to get a little weird in that matchup. Uh, but going down to find some savings on this uh outfield position shedlong jr i mentioned him at second base second base outfit at 41 i like that quite a bit eloy jimenez is only 4k versus Bubik. if he returns to the lineup which he did i believe the last time out so in the doubleheader so he should be back he's 4k versus Bubik. another cheap piece of the white Sox. uh Eloy, abreu anderson Makata, all very affordable and then uh you have um the catcher, and I just totally freaking blanked on $3,700. Um, uh, you could definitely, I'm going to go next. I'm ticked off. I totally just blanked on that one. Uh, James McCann, James McCann at 3,700 is another guy you could take a peek at. So White Sox Mariners affordable. A few others down here. Horry Laird a nice night last night. I was good to see a bounce back. He's 4k someone to uh, pick on Keiko with and all those balls in play. But, like Nick Castellanos and only 4,000 versus Turnbull. If you want to stack up Castellanos and, and uh, Moustakas and a two man, or if you want to mix and match a few more, that's worth the look. Lou Bob is only thirty nine hundred. Lou Bob is third in baseball in max exit velocity this year at one hundred and fifteen miles an hour, only behind Pete Alonzo and one Giancarlo Stanton. So Lou Bob at thirty nine, very strong play for you tonight at that price point. Another cheap white sock. Kyle Lewis only thirty eight versus Manaya nice and cheap as well. Someone to keep in mind in that matchup. Willie Calhoun at thirty six has a little bit of. GPP appeal, but he's went off to a completely slow start. So keep that in mind when you're picking that out. Ian Happen only 35, third base outfit eligible. Nice savings versus Trevor Williams for going to the cubby. So he got some cheap cubbies as well tonight. That wind is just a massive deterrent at times. Uh, Kyle Tucker, he's in that Houston lineup again. 3,300 bucks versus andre Nice piece of value uh, with the Houston Astros. Then other than that, you can keep naming off guys here, but it's more just find some value in your lineups. There will be more that pop up uh, throughout the the release of the lineup today, but some, some good stuff we can definitely pick on tonight. All right, pitchers. Once again, Blake Snell, watch for the update. Probably four innings, I'm guessing. Makes him tough to play at that price point. Hugh Darvish, nice bounce-back spot at ten five versus the Pirates. Don't hate that. Mike Miner at 92. Lance McCullers at 9,000 are two guys I like. Luis Castillo at 8,000 is almost a must-play. It's going to be chalkier than chalk, but that's just – Price point alone, it just dictates he's just too, too cheap versus the Detroit Tigers. Then Alex Cobb at 4000 is a punt we can take a gamble on. Trevor Williams, Logan Webb, a couple other cheapies if you need to, but uh, Alex Cobb, I'll take my chances there. If we're stacking it up tonight, the Yankees versus Ryan Weber is obviously another nice place to go to, and their matchup, they're still expensive, so keep that in mind. But like Padres and Coors, obviously Rockies and Coors, those are no-brainer spots. We talked about some value you can find in both lineups there, especially the Padres. That was one guy I didn't mention. If you scroll down farther with the Padres, let me make this easier for myself here. Um, if he's in the lineup, that's one thing that obviously matters. But he was um, batting ninth last night. Edward Olivares, someone to keep in mind in the minors last year: eighteen homers, thirty-five steals. He's been a power-speed combo all throughout the minors. Uh, plays playing pretty well, but thirty-four hundred bucks for a player in Coors. Someone to definitely keep an eye on with Edward Olivares. Give you a nice wraparound stack in Coors, also. I think the White Sox is a great stack uh, against Bubik in that Royals um, bullpen. So keep them in mind. The Braves are intriguing versus Barcelo. Uh, the A's aren't bad versus Taiwan Walker because Taiwan Walker is pretty bad, but uh, I'd rather go to the Mariners side of that one. So, um, like the outside of Coors, Yankees obviously for me, but White Sox, Reds versus Turnbull is one I'm, I'm very, very much uh, circling. Um, a couple others would be the, um, the Mariners versus Sean Maniah. Big fan of targeting that one. If it wasn't so windy in Chicago, the Cubs would be very, very nice. They still could be versus Trevor Williams, but that's something to to keep in mind. And then the Indians versus Randy Dobnak is another one to to look at as well. So, all right, uh, we got a couple questions for you. Less work, thank you for the nice comments. Appreciate it. Uh, uh, I'll keep uh, grinding for you Monday through Friday. Uh, Joe asked, Tim Lopes, cheap stolen bases and runs. Yeah, he is for the Mariners. If you're looking to get really different in the stack, Super cheap, doesn't get uh, much exposure in offenses. So, Joe, you can go to Tim Lopes if you're in, if you're talking season long, if you're in a deep league, yes, in a shallow league. Not so much unless you're really desperate for steals, which there hasn't been a lot of steals to begin with, so it's a little tricky there. But I get where you're coming from, so something to keep in mind with Tim Lopes in that one. All right, everybody, Friday in the books, 12-game slate. Good to have a full slate of action on tap tonight. Uh, if you have any questions, I'm on Twitter, at I'll be in the free Fantasy Sports DGEN Slack chat. I'll be in the Rotobar Premium Slack chat. Speaking of Rotoballer, you can check out uh, this video on their YouTube channel. It'll be on my uh, Twitter handle at Mediantric, and it's also on podcast form at all your listening platforms, MLB DFS Quick Hits. If you give a rating or review on iTunes, I'd much appreciate it. help out a ton. But I hope you guys have a great weekend. Enjoy tonight's action. Enjoy the weekend's action. Enjoy your friends and family and stay safe out there. I'll be back with you Monday. This was MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Friday, July 31st edition. I'm out.